Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. We'll be picking up where the last episode left off when we run to our first article from Politico. We're talking about the names of the allies that Biden handed over to the Taliban in some goofy fucking attempt to ensure their safety. Because what do you do when you have when you're dealing with a violent terroristic organization that wants to destroy you and everything you stand for? You give them the list of Americans that they hate and tell them to keep them safe. And then, going from there, we're going to talk about Biden's approval rating and just what an absolute shit show downward spiral that is. Not very stonks, boys. That being said, let's get right into today's episode. clown-like article we're going to get in today is from Politico, that bastion of honest news, Politico. Exclusive from Politico. It's, it's not, though. I hate to tell you, Politico, it's on a bunch of different platforms. I just chose you because you're a liberal-ass site, and I'm fairly right-leaning, so, you know, it keeps you from accusing me of reading biased sources if I use your goofy asses and then just lather on my opinions on top of it like Julia Child lathers butter onto a pan. Anyway, I'm also very tired and emotionally lethargic from that last episode. Like, I think the rage burned out my core. That being said, I filled the void with nachos, salsa, two El Monte burritos I got at Kroger's, and an energy drink. It's almost 3.30 in the morning. I'm donating plasma at one a at one p.m. <laughs> None of that was relevant. U.S. officials provided Taliban with names of Americans, Afghan. Why is there a comma there? English motherfucker, do you type it? Let me fix it for you. U.S. officials provided Taliban with names of Americans and Afghan allies to evacuate. He was like, you left a comma, Americans, comma, Afghan allies. You know, the comma goes there if you list like three things. Like instead of saying cat and dog and bird, you'd be like cat, dog, bird. You know, if it's written or typed. Moving on. <sighs> the White House, <laughs> the White House contends that Limited information sharing with the Taliban saving lives. Critical argue. Critics argue it's putting Afghan allies in harm's way. Well, I don't care about them. I'll be upright and honest. I don't care about them. By Laura Seelgman, Alexander Ward, and Andrew DeZero. See, you got it right when you list the author's names. It's Laura, comma, Alexander, and Andrew. This is why people make fun of you, Politico. Like, I'm sleep drunk. And I'm making fun of you. 
Well, really, I'm staring at a snowball microphone. Ugh, going onward. U.S. officials in Kabul gave the Taliban a list of names of American citizens, green card holders, and Afghan allies to grant entry into the militant-controlled outer perimeter of the city's airport, which, from the last episodes we covered, they paid the Taliban to be security. They paid the insurgent force that wants to kill all the Americans and Afghan allies to also be the security for the airport. That's like Osama bin Laden working for the TSA. What the fuck? Ugh. Holders and Afghan allies to grant entry into mili- militant-controlled outer perimeter of the city's airport. A choice that prompted outrage behind the scenes from lawmakers and military officials. Oh, look. Politicians and military officials with heads up their asses. They didn't know we still made those. That Ford? You know, that, that, that can't be Chrysler made. That has to be Ford made, right? It's not a Fiat. That's... Mm. The move detailed to Politico by three U.S. congressional office officials was designed to expedite the evacuation of tens of thousands of people from Afghanistan as chaos erupted in Afghanistan's capital city last week after the Taliban seized control of the country. It also came as the Biden administration has been relying or uh, yeah, relying on the Taliban for security outside the airport. As I was saying earlier, that's like if Freddy, Shaggy, Velma, and Scooby hired the masked criminal to find the masked criminal. Or if White Spy play, paid Black Spy to find the Black Spy. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. You're all idiots. Since the fall of Cabal... Hey. I thought you a beat. The fall of Cabal. Since the fall of the Cabal... Since the fall of Cabal... In mid-August, nearly 100,000 people have been evacuated, most of whom had to pass through the Taliban's many checkpoints... But the decision to provide specific names to the Taliban, which has a history of brutally murdering Afghans who collaborated with the U.S. and other coalition forces, jackass, during the conflict, has angered lawmakers and military officials. Quote, basically they just put all those Afghans on a kill list. Yeah, no shit. That's like, uh, that's like Anne Frank drafting Schindler's List. And you know, I thought, like, when the pipeline in America got shut down, but Biden gave permission for Russia to have their pipeline up, I was like, oh, it's some clown world shit. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, the jokes are not funny. I want to get off Mr. Bones' wild ride, but the ride never ends. I just hear tears for fears. Welcome to your life. I sing better than you do. Basically, they just put all these Afghans on a kill list, said one defense official, who, like others, spoke on condition on a condition of anonymity. Anonymity. I've always had issues with that word. To discuss a sensitive topic, quote, "It's just appalling and shocking." And makes you feel 
unclean. Yeah, like when us as Americans watch Joe Biden grab a little kid and by the face and just sniff their fucking nose hairs. It's like, oh, I'm appalling. I'm appalled. I'm shocked and I feel unclean. Like I've seen the video of Hunter Biden fucking his niece. And it's just appalling and shocking and makes you feel unclean perfectly sums up that feeling. Asked about political reporting during a Thursday news conference, President Joe Biden said he wasn't sure that there was such a list, but also didn't deny that sometimes the U.S. hands over names to the Taliban, you know, just casually like. Quote, there have been occasions where our military has contacted their military and counterparts in the Taliban and said this, for example, this bus is coming through with X number of people on it, made up of the following group of people. We want you, we want to let you, ah, fuck, we want you to let that bus or that group through, he said. So yes, there have been occasions like that. To the best of my knowledge, in those cases, the bulk of that has occurred, and they have been let through. I can't tell you with any certitude that there's actually been a list of names, he added. Quote, There may have been, but I know of no circumstances. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Jesus, this dude speaks like my mind's working right now. That here's the names of 12 people coming. Let them through. It could have very well happened. It did happen. NSC spokesperson Emily Horn added, quote, It is unfortunate that the White House was not asked for a comment or explanation on such a serious issue. Had Politico asked us, You published someone roasting you, Politico? Okay, I take back some shit talk. Politico asked us, we would have, if Politico had asked us, we would have given the same answer the president shared with the nation today. But in that limited case, we have shared information with the Taliban that has successfully facilitated the evacuation from Cabal. A spokesperson for the U.S. Central Command declined to comment. I wonder why. The issue came up during a classified briefing on Capitol Hill this week, which turned contentious after top Biden administration officials defended their close coordination with the Taliban. Biden officials contended that it was the best way to keep Americans and Afghans safe and prevent a shooting war between the Taliban fighters and the thousands of U.S. troops stationed in the airport, which, as we know from the last episode I did in the news we covered on that one, yeah, gunshots were exchanged right after a suicide bombing happened, followed by another suicide bombing happened. One on the U.S. side and one on the British side. I Do you two want off Mr. Bones' wild ride? I know I do. I want to go back in time to when Trump was president, please. Please. I want off this crazy thing feel like uh, George Jetson on the treadmill. 
just calling out for someone to stop all this. No one's no one's gonna stop it. It's just gonna go and go and go. And I'm gonna enter midlife crisis here in like a week. Yay! After the fall of the cabal. Again, that rhymes. In the earliest days of the evacuation, the joint U.S. military and diplomatic coordination team at the airport provided the Taliban with a list of people the U.S. aimed to evacuate. Those names included Afghans who served alongside the U.S. during the 20-year war and sought special immigrant visas to America. U.S. citizens, dual nationals, and lawful permanent residents were also listed. And they're all going to die. Quote, They had to do that because of the security situation the White House created by allowing the Taliban to control everything outside the airport. Duh! One U.S. official said. But after thousands of visa applicants arrived at the airport, overwhelming the capacity of the U.S. to process them, the State Department changed course, asking the applicants not to come to the airport, but instead requesting they wait until until they were cleared for entry. This doesn't change anything, by the way. A ton of people on the terrorist watch this got through anyway, and they're now currently in the country, and they're trying to round them up right now, and they're having no success with that. Then again, this government had to put up billboards and ask people to turn in their friends and families really into the January 6th incident. So good luck finding a bunch of these fucking sheep herders and goat fuckers. Good luck. Clown administration. Asking applicants not to come to the airport, but instead requesting they wait until they were cleared for entry. From then on, the list fed to the Taliban didn't include those Afghan names. I wonder how long until we find out that that's a lie. As of August 25th, only U.S. passports and green card holders were being accepted as eligible for evacuation. The defense official said, still, that U.S. official handed over a list of Afghan allies and citizens and American citizens and residents to show the extent to which they outsource security of the airport under outer perimeters to the Taliban. I really don't feel good. I don't know. Was that salsa expired? I really don't feel good. I don't know. I really feel like shit. So like, I don't know. Ugh. But I'm going to power through this. I'm tired. I've watched so many hours of footage. Just so many fucking hours of footage. I'm posting to my Rumble. Again, that's outside four walls. When I regulate my hands. Uh, it's some Taliban footage. I always post it there. Either from anywhere on the internet or it goes direct through the pole. Uh, adult GIF or WorkSafe GIF on 4chan. It's a good place. I got all my news footage there. Decent quality, too. But you gotta watch out for the glowies. There's a lot of glowies. <sighs> so the U.S. officials handed over a list of Afghan allies, the American citizens, and residents. Shows the extent of how to resources which they outsource security of the airport's out of perimeter to the Taliban, dumbasses. The Taliban has gone door-to-door in search of Afghans 
of Afghan interceptors and others who helped the U.S. and Western forces. In written verbal communication, General Frank McKenzie. Hey, it's McKenzie again. Fucking dumbass. Commander of the U.S. Central Command and Rear Admin. Admiral? Rear Admiral? ADML? Uh, ADM? Definitely takes him the rear from Mark Milley. Peter Valsley, head of the U.S. forces on the grounds, grounds in Afghanistan, have referred to the Taliban as, quote, our Afghan partners, according to two defense officials. Wow, there's a video here, and all I see is fire and smoke. Some planes. The planes. The Biden administration has been coordinating the evacuation effort and airport security with the Taliban, which is running the checkpoints outside of the airport's outer perimeter. Because we're dumbasses and we hired the enemy to stop the enemy. Goofy bastards. Officials have been, quote, in daily communications with Taliban commanders about who to let in. Pentagon spokesperson John Kirby told reporters this week, Kirby? Can he, can he Kirby even fit all of Mark Milley in him? I'm impressed. That's some serious DDD. The news comes just hours after two Islamic State terrorist attacks. Jeez. Do you get terrorist attacks? And your perimeter is being guarded by terrorists. It's like uh, what band was? There was a band that hired uh, the Hell's Angels to do security for them, and they paid the Hell Angels in like narcotics and alcohol. And then the night just turned into like a violent mosh pit. Jackasses. The news comes just hour after hours after two Islamic State terrorist attacks rocked the area outside the airport. No shit. Killing at least four U.S. Marines and wounding dozens more. It was 13 U.S. Marines were killed. And like 24 wounded. And there was a handful of Afghans that I don't give a fuck about. Look, I know it sounds crass. I know it sounds cool to hell, but I'm an America first dude through and through. Get us out. Fuck them. But James, it's wrong and cold and callous. What part of this hasn't already been cold and callous on the Biden administration? I'm at least saying we should have gotten our boys out first instead of worrying about all these fucking towel heads. And don't get me wrong. I don't care if you're Muslim or anything. Listen, the only religion outside of Christianity and Catholicism that I give a shit about are sheiks. Sheik, Sikhs. Sorry. Sikhs are cool as fuck. Outside of that, any other towel I can fuck right off. That's not an American citizen. If you're an American citizen, you escape my ire. Unless you're Kool-Aid-haired. Or pseudo-communistic. <laughs> this episode's a shit show already. Killing at least four Marines and wounding dozens more. A number of Afghans were also killed in the, bombarding, in the bombings. After attacks, Senate Foreign Relations Committee Chair Bob... Mendez, a Democrat from New Jersey. Oh, a Democrat from New Jersey. I actually have my uh, Make Politicians Afraid Again hat from Attila's Gym out in New Jersey. Yeah, you go buy some merch from them. Great shop. They got a really in shape butterface that runs on all their ads. Ooh, 
I get smashed by her. Oh, God, I really feel like shit. A Democrat from New Jersey appeared to criticize the Biden administration's strategy of coordinating with the Taliban. Yeah, duh. Wow, Democrat speaking some fucking facts and it's not Tulsi. Even she's off the mark sometimes. Coordinate with the Taliban, right in a statement, quote, As we wait for more details to come in, one thing is clear. We can't trust the Taliban with American security. And that's the end of that article. Some videos here. 20 years, we worked so hard to get to where we are right now. But, you know, look at that. Just in two weeks, you know, we lost everything that we worked so hard. People most at risk are educated women, are girls, are female journalists, human rights activists, female teachers, judges, lawyers, just to name some. Women and religious minorities are especially concerned about what will come next. They're hopeless. They're helpless. The only one thing that they're looking for is for a miracle. my family's right now in Afghanistan. I have six sisters. And, and how, how I can allow her to get married forcibly with the Taliban, it's impossible because things are really like, you know, difficult right now. we got to come to a conclusion in the reality that it's not safe anymore, Afghanistan, right now. Women have no reason to trust them. And even in the last few weeks, as they, they've swept across the country, um, there have been plenty of incidents of them closing schools, pushing women out of university, women and girls out of university, telling women they can't um, be employed anymore, and telling women that they can't even leave the house. The women in Afghanistan are leaving for different countries, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Turkey, not just America or Canada. They're not even allowed to go to their offices, and even though they're going to go there, they have to wear the black hijab on top of it, they have to wear the burqa. How, you know, you can come and you can apply these all rules and laws and then you say, I am protecting the, you know, women's rights. Women's rights are not that. It used to be that women were not even able to go out without mahram or having a man. Could not travel, could not drive, could not do anything at all without men. And they were not even allowed to go to the school after like a, a certain age, like 12. So is this the Sharia law? I don't think so. I think this is a law that they made, made up from their, their own self. We saw a loss of negative. It is Sharia law. Just read what that shit says. Thing. There was nothing positive regarding, you know, women rights. There was no school, nothing, nothing at all regarding women rights or women activities. In the last 20 years, Afghan women have worked to establish women's rights in education and the workforce. But tell me more about how you American feminists have it so rough. Please, with your purple hair and so many lip rings, you look like a paper shredder. Tell me about all your impressions. If we look back to the you know change from 2002 into like 2021 before Taliban took over, there was a lot of changes in Afghan uh, you know woman's life. Having that experience and right now suddenly back you know I have to wear back burqa and I have to follow up the rules of a terrorist group in my country and all the hard work that women did, all the achievement and the struggle, the blood that we lost. And I am particularly concerned by accounts of mounting human rights violations against the women and girls of Afghanistan who fear a return to the darkest days. See, my you know, family calls me and they were crying and they said, Serena, a little kid like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional. A little kid who's seven years, she, she died because of the crowd. She could not get the oxygen. 
What about that mother? What about that father? What they will do with that dead body? I, I am very in touch with a lot of my you know colleagues, and right now they're just waiting in each, each of them contacts me and tells me, please find me a way to get out of me. Truth is, this did unfold more quickly than we had anticipated. I think the President Biden also not had any idea that it's going to happen that fast. I would ask the international community, please, before you make any decision, think about, connect your emotions with us. Think about losing your family members. Yeah, actually thinking about losing Americans is mainly what I've been thinking about. Hey, look, it sucks your dirt heap of a third world nation is in the situation it is. Trust me, it sucks. But it's not our problem. We should never have made it our fucking problem to begin with. And the best thing we do is get all of our troops out, get all of our ammo, get all of our guns, get all of our planes and everything out. And then fuck y'all. Sort your own shit out. Because if we don't stop somewhere, when do we fucking stop? We should never have acted like the world's police. That's how we got in the situation we are in right now. Yeah, it sucks the men in your country like to chop your clits off, your clitorectomies, so y'all can't feel any pleasure whatsoever, and you have to cover up your fugly-ass fucking faces. It sucks. My smallest violin plays a serenading song for you at all fucking times. But uh, I don't give a fuck about any of your fucking third world nation problems. That cold, yes. But, uh, how much money have we sank in Afghanistan over the last 40 years of us being over there? I know they keep saying 20 years war, but I've covered this enough times. It's not. We have not been there for just 20 years. We've been there for fucking nearly 40 years. Contra, Islamites, all that shit. You know, we've been there. We just keep rebranding the reason we're there. War on terror. Now watch, it's going to be the war on ISIS-K. The war on the cabal. Some shit. That's all this is ever going to boil down to. That's all it's going to ever fucking boil down to. Time after time after time after goddamn time. So the best thing we can absolutely do is just fucking leave it. Just leave it. Leave them to be destroyed, leave them to kill each other, leave them to rape each other, leave them to kill, burn, pillage, loot, and blunder one another. Not our problem. The only reason it's our problem still is because we have troops over there. To get the troops out, it would no longer be our fucking problem. And then we have this potato, this absolute fucking retard, giving a list of American allies... And American troops to the Taliban. That's just as retarded as when Joe Biden gave Vladimir Putin that list and said, Hey, here are things crucial to, crucial to American infrastructure. By all means, please do not attack any of these crucial infrastructure parts of America. We need them in one piece. And Vladimir Putin's like, Are you retarded? What she said in the most political way possible when he was asked, like, why do you think Biden gave you that? He just laughed. He just chuckled and took the next question. Now, the Taliban. Dude, we trained their founders. George H.W. Bush trained them. Trained Osama bin Laden. Trained the original Al-Qaeda. And then, boom. 9-11 happened. 
Now, here we are all these years later. They were terrified for the last year and a half to do anything because they knew what, what happened with Trump because they watched firsthand as Trump bombed the the steal a quote from Trump. He bombed the shit out of them. Shoved a move straight up Malmark Bin's ass. And then uh, Soleimani, bam! Missile right at the asshole with that one. 72 virgins cleaning up your 72 fucking pieces, bitch. And then uh, Al-Kabin got thrown in the garbage bin, my dude. Got boom, yeeted. Nothing but shit skin. And now here we are. And by all means, you know, get out who you want. But first, get out the fucking troops. Get our troops out of there. And then whatever you do, do not give them a list of names and coordinations to find the fucking Americans stranded over there. What the fuck, Richard? Adam. Jesus. Fucking H. Mary of Joseph. You know, I've been joking for months that Biden's not actually the president, like Susan Rice or something, but this shit is so fucking retarded. I have to believe Joseph retarded Biden is actually the man pulling the strings behind all this shit. Because you don't get this level of stupid without dementia. Right? Like, I thought maybe Kamala Harris is pulling the strings behind the scenes. Maybe, maybe Susan Rice, Pelosi, someone other than fucking Biden. But this level of sheer incompetent, pure, retardistic, unfiltered autismoness can only be Joseph Piss Pants Paladin Biden. It, there is no one else behind the fucking strings here. Maybe China? Because China's getting real buddy-buddy-buddy with these motherfuckers. Like, super buddy-buddy with these fucking people. And just a little reminder, because the next episode I'm going to go into this, Joe Biden's current rating... Quote, just how much have things changed for Biden? A month ago, his approval rating was five point was 52.7%. His disapproval was 42.7%. According to 538 President Approval Tracker, the net approval for Joe Biden... How much time do I left? I got enough, just barely enough time. For the approval ratings of 10%, but as of Thursday, the approval rating was 47.1, is disapproval being 47.0%. For the net approval rating of 0.1, he is in an abysmal failure. 47%. Biden is under fucking water. 47% of this country does not believe he is capable of the job. And a recent poll showed that 82% of America thinks he's incompetent. God damn. God damn. That being said, I am James Madison. I am your ANCAP host. This has been a very delirious, full-filled episode. I'm not feeling the greatest, but I still cranked out an episode. Why? Because you motherfuckers deserve it. Ugh. Get some sleep. I really feel like shit. Anyway, thank you for listening. Please subscribe to me on Rumble. Uh, Like and share the podcast. Whatever platform you're listening to me on. Give me all the good upvotes because I need that good good in my life. Uh, Yeah, wrap it up here. Peace, bitches.